Podcast. I am Triforce Todd. Join me today is Wario Will. Well, it's over. We're done with this podcast. Yep. For the year. Yes. <laughs> For the year. <laughs> For the year. So yeah, I can't believe it. Another year down. This is the last one for this year. And uh yeah, wow. What a what a year. What a year at the moment. Or if you're an AEW fan, it's the world's end. Someone out there is laughing because they get the joke, I'm, I'm sure. It's okay, you guys aren't wrestling fans like I am. But uh, joining me for the end of the world and this year is also Skull Kid Scott. <clears throat> Yay! Oh, wait, the end. Oh, no. This is the end. Yeah. <laughs> this is not the end. My only friend, the end. <laughs> oh, man, so, but yes, as we are talking to you right now, it is the 28th of December, somehow. Which means we are just three days away from the arrival of 2024. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, last I checked on the on the calendar, it is gonna be a flood of games coming up in a, in a month's time. So get yep. ready, it's coming. It is coming. Yeah. So I mean, if you thought last year was a, had a big start to gaming, like this is gonna be just as big, if not bigger, depending on depending on what you play. Obviously, there's gonna be games. You got you got you got your Tekken, you got Apollo Justice, you got Persona, you got Final Fantasy, Yakuza Eight, Yakuza. Uh, <laughs> what was that? Uh, what was that other game that was coming out right on Persona? They announced it at the Game Awards. It was like the oh, oh Skull and Bones. That's finally mm. coming out allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> well, I saw that one of their versions also got delayed. But like it's like one of like the sack kind of like a switch thing, but it's not the switch this time. It's not the switch this time. <laughs> so you can only hold, you can only do that to us so many times. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Twenty twenty four is gonna be an interesting gaming year, and of course, next week will be the next version of the uh, Nintendo Draft. I think we're on eighth. I think. I believe so I because I remember we started the thing with where our, co- our old co-host Antonius Tyler <laughs> yeah. out there, and like yeah, it's been it feels like such a long time since then. Yeah, you you think that being away that long in the Shatterverse would do something terrible to pe- to a person, but no, he's still complaining about the NBA on Twitter. So <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. Yes. <laughs> and for the record, I agree with many of his points. Uh, the uh, in-season tournament, which the Lakers won, is a joke. But I digress. No, I don't. Lakers suck, and they they're doing terribly because of uh, they're winning this fake tournament. And they hang a banner and, and for this thing. It's a fake banner. It's fake news, ladies and gentlemen. Who knew that <laughs> fake news would last to 2023? <laughs> <laughs> also, I was correct. It is next one is the eighth annual Nintendo Draft. Wow, we've done eight of these things. My gosh, we're getting up there, Will. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be a decade. Oh boy. Yeah, don't get me started on that. So, because it's the end of the year, and for the record, regardless of what holiday you celebrate, or if you celebrate anything at all, we do hope you've had a nice week of relaxing, sleeping in, getting presents, treating yourself, something, anything. Like, Get yourself seriously. some chocolate milk. Yeah, <laughs> some chocolate milk. Yeah, yeah. Why not? If that if that's what gets you going. By all means, I I will not judge. Okay, like seriously, we've got 
friend, we all have friends, we have family, or even just ourselves who've been struggling recently and or throughout the year, possibly. We all know people like that too. And when it comes to the holiday season, uh, it's just nice to kick back and relax a little bit. Now, not everyone gets to do that, but we hope that with the time you did have, you got to do it. I, I've been sleeping until like 11 re a lot recently because of my, my jobs that give me some time off. So, yay! Yeah, as, as I know with the holidays, like even I'm at, just turn off the alarm clocks. Like, uh, actually, I'm just going to sleep up to 10, like almost, not to 10, uh, like to, to eight, 8 o'clock in my time, Eastern time. And even Magic almost got a perfect score on Pokemon Sleep. So, yeah, it's just nice. good to finally like sleep thoroughly. <laughs> yeah. I don't play Pokemon Sleep because I don't want I don't need Pokemon to tell me that my sleep sucks. However, these last few days, I think since Saturday, I might have actually gotten some good sleep scores had I had I had it. Because I'm like, wow, Todd, you're actually sleeping. I like I know, isn't it great? <laughs> it's, it's a wonderful feeling. Uh then I'm gonna miss it next Tuesday when it's gone. <laughs> but because the uh end of the year, the holidays are still Honestly, they're still in full effect. Let's be honest here. Um, I'm sorry. I thought I heard something really weird. It was just Scott, like, creaking in the background. Like, Got to oil that back there, Scotty. Uh, but the news has been very, very light. And there's honestly not been a lot to talk about. But we, we are still going to do this podcast, A, because we're narcissists who like to hear ourselves talk. Not anyone in particular. You know? Not like there's one person here who's the host who has like no one else to talk to for most of the week and so he needs this as a, some kind of cathartic release heaven forbid jeez will no. i know right but, uh... <laughs> well remember he is the, he is that kind of anime fan so you know anyway uh but we're just gonna keep it light tonight we're gonna talk about our various things that happened in 2023 the highs the lows the in-betweens maybe a slight tease on what we want to see in 2024 but for the last time Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about what have you been playing? Uh, I think, yeah, let's do, let's have Will go first. Will, what have you been playing over this holiday season? So for the most part, generally for me, it's like, it's pretty much gone back to the big grind Splatoon 3. And, <laughs> uh, <coughs> excuse me. But yeah, and over for the most part, I have managed going and like grinding my way up back up to um on six level sixty on the catalog right now. So I'm almost done with the catalog, and just like waiting for this incoming Splatfest. Which yeah, actually yeah, did we discuss that la last week? I'm not sure the Splatfest topic. Uh, but yes, we did because it it was just revealed and we're like because it was the holiday one about oh yeah okay, okay. yourself, yeah, so, friends, yeah. and family. So okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll be talking about it in like a two weeks. So don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, so I've more or less been grinding on that for the most part. And uh, even with, yeah, just basically that. So overall, I've just been grinding on that part. Uh, mostly uh, as with my um, gacha games at the moment right now. Uh, of course, not ready for Fire Emblem Heroes. We just recently got released the legendary Camilla, which I'm surprised they gave her another alt. Which, and this legendary form, oh boy, she is gonna, she is a very good nuke. And yes, yes, yes. Uh, it's Camilla. It's Camilla. One more I need to be there to be safe. Of course, naturally as well, we just recently got the release of the New Year's banner, which we released on New Year's Day. And, uh, yeah, do see there. Oh, boy. It, and, of course, naturally with uh, um, New Year's um, Nerf, Nerfus. Ah, I tried to pronounce that 
time comes past. It's yeah. I, I mean, again, I, thankfully I, I can finally save some orbs a little bit because this that the um, legendary as well that Christmas banner really took my my orbs of anything else. So I finally can save some orbs there, here and there. Uh, I can, uh, Scott, I don't know about you, Scott, but I could just hear Will going, "My orbs! <laughs> my gosh, what have you done to my orbs?" I still remember the days when I was actually nearing that to a thousand orbs, but now, boom! Um, I'm now sitting at literally under six, seven hundred. Yeah, that's what he did. Only, only, only having only having six or seven hundred orbs, you poor soul. He says. And and people have over a thousand. That I, I envy those numbers, but I digress. <laughs> do you know? Do you really digress? Will like this, this is the end of the year. Don't hold back now. <laughs> Please, if anything else, you, like you want me to speak less of anything else. Again, who is the one who says what to listen to their own voice pro properly? I don't know, but I know. <laughs> but uh, either way, yeah. So I saw some fire from heroes naturally as well. We also just got um at the Reese, yeah. Also with um guys victory Nike, and we're going to uh, the the new uh new banner of a uh, new new year, new sword, and uh. Dang it, shift up studios. Why is it you when there's something so happy, like you you give the illusion to be happy, but also you mix it up with a whole big dish of depression. Like I know that's kind of been your stick with all these many different stories, especially that you you lure them with the with the um, assets, but you really trick them with like, oh, why you must give us such depression. Yeah, you like, hear that, Scott? The assets. The <laughs> and I'm not talking about Lethal Company. And I'm not talking about Lethal Company. Uh huh. Sure, you're not. Uh, if, if anyone gets that joke, by all means, thank you very much, listeners. But yeah, it's like, yeah, um, Scott's Big Green Kid, like the. Jeez, I it's just bring your bread, bread and butter to mix uh, great assets with also great depression. But eh, if it works for you, it works for you. So yeah, also on that and. Also, I do actually have to go get back into Stray because, again, straight to cat game. But I talked enough about it already as it is in the past few <laughs> podcasts. But um, yeah, at the moment right now, it's just yeah, just kind of grind, just grinding on Splatoon three. If anything else, I've just just can't wait for the Splatfest. If anything else, so yeah, that. But also, I'm just kind of considering just maybe because I know uh, PlayStation Plus, uh, Sony has that um minor sale a year uh, year and so which they only took about like five bucks off on Baldur's Gate 3 on on PlayStation <laughs> 5 but I've seen a play Asia like that does thing that's imported unfortunately but it's like only 55 bucks in as a physical copy in the Asian territories so I don't know I really do want to try to be, try Baldur's Gate 3 but I'm kind of like linking between if I want to get a physical or not but yeah I, I'm just like on the fence on that one <laughs> if anything else so but yeah uh, aside from that, yeah, it's just kind of been minor. I like because NDS need to go back to my backlog, get to go for more RPG, go back to the Zen Bank series. I know that, I know, nagging me for all these years, but eh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have no control, no, no dedication. Anything else? I admit, I admit, <laughs> admit your sins, Will. It's the end of 2023. Admit your sins. I kid, of course. <laughs> All right. Or do you? No, I don't. Uh, having mercy is not a requirement of being a host. Uh, <laughs> crack the whip. Uh, all right, Skulty, how about you? All righty. So I finished the Gotham Knights game. No, 
Okay, that's different. I can't continue that series. I'm, I'm not going to try. <laughs> <laughs> Three episodes I is enough you, to break me. <laughs> I warned you. If you had told me on the Discord, hey, I'm going to go try out the Gotham Knights TV series, I'll be like, was that an error you typed? Did you mean to say the game? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm not continuing that. Good. <laughs> but yeah, it was good. Um, I did it mainly so we my friend and I were actually able to finish the game together. Well, ish. We we couldn't do the last fight because uh, we hit some weird bug. Mm. But we were able to do it individually still because the last fight's just one giant boss fight, so it's not like it's a long level. Um, and then after that, we actually started the uh, Final Fantasy Strangers of Paradise because that hit PlayStation Plus this month. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, like yeah. Oh, PlayStation Plus extra. So, yep. so you're ready to face the chaos. <laughs> yes. Chaos. <laughs> okay, I already basically completed it on uh, Xbox, but it was nice to get back into it on PlayStation. It's, like I like playing the game with people because it's a fun to see people's interactions when they realize that they're not going to learn anything of the story because Jack is going to interrupt every single cutscene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He is. Like, from what I can tell, like, many people kind of make this comparison. It's like, Strangers of Paradise is basically what, what it tried it was trying to be, like, a Metal Gear Solid Revengeance. Basically yeah. that. And honestly, I think that's one of the reasons why I love Jack so much. <laughs> I mean, he's become, he basically becomes a meme. He, he tried yes. to be, I mean, he is a meme now, but it's that meme game. Yeah. It's just funny that there actually is like lore and story going on, and it's just like nobody cares. <laughs> and you don't really get to learn it in cutscenes. You have to figure it out like through side stories or through like you know actually playing the first Final Fantasy. But I don't and know actually if reading done the that. flavor text <laughs> or yeah, reading the flavor text because the cinematics <laughs> don't tell you anything. Because as soon as anything's about to get explained to you, Jack comes out of nowhere saying, "Does this does this involve chaos?" Then who cares? Chaos. He basically follows that. He actually breaks the the that that uh other gaming protagonist or anime uh, logic. Like, oh, let the villain monologue. No, you don't let the monologue. <laughs> don't let I the monologue. don't give a bleep. <laughs> I don't give a crap who you are. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's fun because I I told uh my friend from the get go not to expect too much in, like engagement from the story because. Uh, I didn't want to tell him why, but after like the first cinematic, I'm like, okay, now you can, now I can tell you why. Jack won't let you understand anything of the story, <laughs> but it's still really fun with people, and it's just also fun just having battles and seeing how that goes. Um, and then I spent actually a lot of time in Genshin because now that people have more free time this week, some holiday or something happened. <laughs> <laughs> something happened. So I was actually able to. Uh, join us friends and actually work on my own characters because I basically have only been doing like dailies or stuff by myself mm -mm 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 -mm. and I don't really care about working on characters because there's no point when I only do like dailies or commissions or the odd story here and there every uh, six yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean the fact that Genshin is, is just like it's I don't know who really plays Genshin anymore aside from like the, the general new banners if anything else. I know they showed off like the new characters but like yeah Compared to like the other Hoyoverse game that's kind of like taking popular later, <clears throat> Honkai Star. <laughs> that one I still play. <laughs> I don't need people to play that game with me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but I do, I do like Genshin in its in small doses. Still, I actually got to explore a lot of Fontaine and did a lot of just like the mm, puzzles okay, and okay, stuff. Okay. 
because I didn't really do anything except for all the teleporters that need to be done for story purposes, which basically meant like the two, like the other two islands in Fontaine was basically just like unexplored territory for me because they didn't deal with the story at all. Mm-hmm. So that one I was able to do a lot more exploration for. And one of those islands is the one I needed to get my Farina leveled up. So now I finally leveled up Farina to level 80. So I actually have a... My Farina can actually, you know, be in my party without having me worry that she's going to die. Because <laughs> once you get to, like, the level... The world level that I'm at, you don't want to have anyone pass level, like... Anything anything below level 50, basically, is just going to be a dead man walking in your party. <laughs> but once you get, like, past level 60 or have some decent artifacts... I don't have a lot of good artifacts for Farina I've only done the artifact domain, like, a few times that her artifacts are in. So I do have a four set, but they're all very, very uh, cobbled together four set. <laughs> it's not like something that I want to actually do like a big fight on a boss or anything with Farina. But it's still fun to just walk on water because that's just the fun of it. <laughs> yeah, that was like like the new feature. I really, yeah, a lot of people would definitely enjoy it about that one. Yeah. Yep. Otherwise, that's basically all I have been done this week. They're <sighs> all with that. As for I, I have fulfilled my promise, and I am now in Baldur's Gate 3. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> now, I, ironically, so I got it on uh, Friday, like late Friday, because I still had work to do on Friday. So I got it, downloaded it, and I'm glad I did that then because it was a big game to download. It's it, I even had to clear like a whole bunch of space on my computer because it's like, oh, you have like no memory left. I'm like, how is that possible? It's pretty massive. It yeah. was <laughs> it was pretty massive, just like Carlisle. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I I started playing on Saturday, but then I had to stop for like two days because of the holidays. Because I had spent like all day Sunday with my, fa- my family, and then I got home and I had to review doctor who and then monday was christmas and i spent all day with my family and yada 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 and then i had to review doctor who um <laughs> that doesn't sound right now that i say it out loud oh no it doesn't matter but uh <laughs> oh no wait sunday was rebel moon sorry by the way Zack snyder movie awesome You'll just watch it stop being a heathen anyway so uh the, and there were points where i'm just like okay i could see where they're, where they're going with this you know i could i could see why people like this but will i like it because i will I will fully admit, I have only had one D&D adventure in my life. Uh, like, actual tabletop D&D. And it was when I worked at Volition. Rest in peace. And uh, it was like a barbarian-style game. Uh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. Was, okay. No, okay. Wait, actually, there was two. I apologize. There was two. We did one superhero game, and then we did a barbarian game. But I never finished either, because I was only with the company for three months. Yeah. So, I understood the appeal, and it, there was a fun to it, but... Seeing it in video game form is totally different, and I was like, "Am I going to enjoy this?" And the the opening bit, like the opening scene where you're in the Mind Flayer ship and everything's going to heck, is easily like one of the coolest video game openings I've ever seen. Yeah, like it's so. First, I, I hate. I, I people are gonna hate me for this comparison. It felt Zack Snyder in scope. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that a bit. Yeah, because yeah. like think about it, it's like it's big, it's bombastic, it has a lot of beautiful shots. You know, sometimes you don't even know what the heck is going on because there's like there's just so much there. And I'm just talking about like the cutscenes. Yeah. And then even at the beginning, you have choices like you could leave Shadowheart behind, like right off the bat. Like I was gonna do that. Like, <laughs> like I was gonna leave a potential love interest behind. Like gosh. Um. And then you're like just left to your own devices. It's like, 
okay, so I, I, I literally accidentally found Asterian. I accidentally found Gale. I'm like, oh, they want me to look around. You know, they want me to see what's out there. And unlike yeah. a certain Bethesda game, it was actually meaningful <laughs> that I started yeah. to look around. Yeah, they, like, that's one thing about Larian Studios. Like, instead, like Starfield, like, it actually does reward you with the exploration. And actually, yes, either do it for via exploration, or if you want to get these characters, you actually got to put in the work. Exactly. And once, and, you know, it's, it starts slow because it's trying to acclimate you to the thing. And, like, the combat. The combat took me a while to get to because it's not just, oh, you know, click a button and attack somebody it's click a button the dice rolls and you know you gotta you know you might do heavy damage you might do light damage you might hit you might miss there it's like it's stats and strategy out the wazoo and if you're not the right level you're gonna get creamed yeah. um <laughs> like uh, uh this is a spoiler because it's it's really early in the game but your first mission with carlock if you get her is you're gonna you take out these knights who who deceived you and I was just like, okay, I'll go fight the knights. So I literally walk in the front door and I try to fight these knights. And there's three of them against my team of four, but they're so OP when you just walk in the front door that they can like cut you down in two hits. I'm like, well, that sucks. So I'm like looking up guides and I'm like, hey, guys, what do I do here? And they're like, what? You can always just like sneak around and try and kill them that way. And I'm like, okay. So I go in through a back door, I kill the, one of their like support crew like in two hits and then let the others come to me. And even though this one guy could kill me in two shots, I just overwhelmed him with my crew. And it was like, okay, that, and that made all the difference. <laughs> I didn't lose a single character. Uh, that being said, the dice rolls are something that I've never really had to deal with in other games. And so it's like, hey, you have to roll a 10 to get to this done successfully. I'm like, oh, I can roll a 10. I roll like a two. Uh, yeah, so Sorry, I, the critical rows. Yeah. Critical rows. Yeah, and so what do I do? I load that game back up and Say I try again. Oh, I do that. Yeah. All the gosh dang time, especially after all the the dialogue that I've done, and like, I know I I don't like it when like when my crew disapprove certain members of my certain female members of my crew disapprove <laughs> of me. I'm like, I don't want that, so I like I'll rewind and I'll try it again, or I'll, I'll like, hey, you know, do this, do this, do this. I'm like, okay, and then I like I keep I swear to you, Scott. There was one time where I said, like, kept, I kept rolling twos. Oh, <laughs> like, like, try it, reload, try it again, got it too. I'm like, how? Yeah, it's basically like the Fire Emblem formula again. Like, the moment you that, that RNG critical hit on you, like, what? How does that happen? Like, yeah. nope, save's coming, save's coming. Yeah, and I am, I am totally, okay, peeling back the curtain a little bit here. I made a comment on our Discord recently about how I wanted to, you know, make an opinion piece about how why Baldur's <laughs> Gate is so much better than Starfield. And it started like a war. <laughs> and not between us. Like Scott got involved a little bit, but it was like Keith and Matt. Matt, yes, Matt. Not Matthew. His name's totally <clears throat> not Matthew. It is Matt. Only call him Matt. Can you tell why I'm talking in this tone of voice? <laughs> Just wanted to make sure. Matt. Um such a Grinch. Uh, and uh, Keith got involved too, and I'm just like, I'm like reading it. It's like scrolls of text about like, <laughs> like whether Starfield is good or not, and it's just like, I, I didn't mean to start this, <laughs> but what the reason I said that, and I noted this when I did play Starfield for like all of 20 hours or so, is that you have you go through like the opening parts of the game, and they you have this freedom, like in Baldur's Gate, but there's no real guide. In terms of like, you need to do something. They yeah. literally tell you like, "Hey, we should get these artifacts." Why? I don't know. 
They literally say that. They say they don't know why we're getting these artifacts. It's just like, this could reveal something. They seem cool. important. They seem important. And look, they make all sparkly, glowy things. And a few of you get visions and whatnot. And I'm like, okay. So I, get, I try to give it a benefit of the doubt, but it, nothing ever really felt important. Like the side missions felt more important than the main mission. Whereas in Baldur's Gate, you have to do this main mission because it's not just the fate of the world technically but the fate of your own freaking mind and body because you have the mind flayer tadpoles it's weird that they call them tadpoles can we just acknowledge that <laughs> yeah. they're the freakiest looking tadpoles i have ever seen and i never want to see one again until i replay the game and yeah. you don't want to see it in real life that's for sure it's just oh, like, <laughs> geez. like you got lamp like again like real life uh, counterparts is probably the lamprey. Yeah, the lamprey, absolutely. I know mm -hmm. exactly what she made. Those are freaky too. But it's like you have to do it because the these tadpoles are affecting everything from what you can do in conversations to your abilities to your fate, how you interact with everybody, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's imperative that you do this. Now, yes, you can do all the side quests you want, and that's fun. But the mission is always there in the literal back of your mind. Mm -hmm. And then, it, like, I randomly, I don't, I don't even know what triggered this. I was scouting out a goblin city that I need to find it because I couldn't find the right path to it. Because that, that's one of the small faults in the game is it doesn't exactly tell you how to get everywhere. And No. Like, like, I didn't know I could jump over a gap in a bridge. I can. Yep. I didn't know I could. It's just because I thought that was, like, a, a battle mechanic. But it's like, no, you can jump over the bridge. And that's how I got Carlac because I couldn't find a way to get the freaking Carlac. Anyway. Um, yep. <laughs> but like I'm going I'm scouting this goblin city and all of a sudden I have this massive vision like I don't even know I seriously don't even know what triggered it it just happened and it was like bam I'm triggered as like this vision of the absolute and these three heralds and you know you need to do this you need to do this and then Shadowheart saves me with her, her own 20-sided die that she just happens to have <laughs> curious isn't it <laughs> and uh, and he, like and that triggered a whole bunch of of conversations of who Shadowheart is, and it's like that was meaningful. And then on my way to get to Carlac, all of a sudden this guy just shows up and goes, "Hey, I can help you with your worm problem, but let's have a change of scenery." Click, and all of a sudden <laughs> we're in this fancy room, and oh, I'm looking at the devil, one of them. Uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. There's many devils in Baldur's Gate, and it's like, oh, I'll help you for a price. I'm like, oh yeah, deal with the devil, and everyone's like, don't you dare, don't you dare. And you know, and then there was a there was a twist with Carlac where once he found out who she really was as a tiefling. Uh, Will was like, I've been deceived, and that led to a huge thing for him. And, you know, everything builds and cascades, and you want you want to see what happens next. I never had that feeling of Starfield. <laughs> like, <laughs> my only regret with today is that because I went and saw a movie with my dad, I, I spent like four hours of my day. That could have been a Baldur's Gate. <laughs> 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 and the movie was good, but it's just like, you know, I, that today could have been a Baldur's Gate day. But dad was like, you know, let's go see a movie. I'm like, you know, yeah, let's go see a movie. You can change your pace. It's nice. But, like, I'm eager to get back in there. And I'm loving mm. these characters, you know. Asterian. Can I spoil some things? Is that okay? Um. I mean, Act 1 stuff. Sure. Yeah, Act 1 stuff. Yeah, I'm still very much in Act 1, trust me. Yep. But, uh, like, Asterion's a vampire. I did not know that. And, like, I actually let him bite me just so he'll, like, not attack other people, you know, because that would be mean. That is pretty much the consensus, basically. Yeah, Good. I'm, I'm glad it wasn't just me. I didn't want that to come <laughs> off as weird. Okay. Um, you know, Shadowheart, you know, with her memory, I thought that was really cool. Lysel is a bit basic, but she's starting to see the nuance, which is probably why she's coming on to me so much. Uh, Gale with his, I have to absorb magical items was interesting. Will with his twist of his, uh, host, let's call it that. Mm -hmm. yep, 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 yep. I didn't see that coming. I thought that was a really cool twist. 
and of course Carlack, Carlack. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, she's great. She's so great. But you know, I'm I'm so interested in them. Want to know more about these characters? Again, something I don't feel about Starfield. And I was traveling with some of them, like, ooh, this one's the mysterious rogue who doesn't really belong, and then this one's the, oh, I used to be this, but now I'm this, and I feel better, but do I? It's just, this guy's got a daughter, and he hates his father. It's just like, okay, like, can we get have a little bit more nuance here? I didn't Yeah, yeah. It, it's just like those, like, Professor basically felt those character tropes just for the sake of it. There is just no extra depth to the reason why. Like, oh, you, I think I think either Yatsu or someone else talked about it, but basically, like, oh, in Starfield, like, apparently, you're the person to, like, the, like, oh, I trust you to unleash all my deepest and darkest fears and problems about. It's yeah. like... And yeah. like in Baldur's Gate, it's like, oh, you share the same situation. Oh, we have a, t- a tap on that brace. We got to get it out. And like, that is that common link. But at the same time, that also gives nuance to deepen your relationships with the other party members, which, yeah, it's, it's more organic. Yeah, it's very much more organic. Like with Shadowheart, like she's like, I can't tell you anything about myself. And then she's like, no, I really can't tell you anything about myself. And uh, I want to give props to Larian Studios because that for like a whole bunch of things, not just with putting up with Joff Keeley. <laughs> <laughs> well, you thought you thought I would end the year without a Joff Keeley dig? Oh, for shame! Um, like this is a team I would love to work for as a writer because they—I don't want to say they get me for various reasons, um, but they understand like a gamer's mindset in terms of, like what they would expect to see from dialogue. For example, Mm-mm. in the Carlac mission, the, the first Carlac mission I was telling you about, after you defeat the Knights of Tear, she kind of goes on a rampage to like get her anger out and you know Berserker. Berserker. Pretty much. And you know, she basically burns down a building and it was like, you know, really nice. We got some marshmallows and we cooked I'm just joking. Um <laughs> but eventually she cooled down and she she looks at me and goes, so what do you think? How do I look? And my first, I literally just said out loud, hot. And then right there on the dialogue option was hot. <laughs> <laughs> yep, 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 yep. And she goes, and then so I'm like, I can't resist, so I have to click that. And she goes, careful, soldier. If you get too close, I might just burn you up. And I'm like, um, is that a bad thing? Yeah, like, pretty much it was, like, said, hot. Like, it should have been me! Should have been me! Burn me! Burn me! <laughs> Like I might not be able to take the heat, but I'll enjoy it while I can. I, <laughs> but it, it's just like it's so funny some of the lines that they did. And yes, I can a hundred percent confirm like everyone's horny. It's it's. I was telling the guys before the the show that uh, Lizel, the gift you have at the beginning of the game, she hated me. And then like I do one different one thing in the story mission, and I talked to her because it's been a while. She wasn't my main party. And I talked to her, and she basically goes, yeah, I'll just jump you later because I like you a lot, whether you admit it or not. So, like, <laughs> okay. She literally said to me, I'll, really come, I'll come over at night and take what's mine. I'm like, okay. And apparently, <laughs> I think that Lizelle is the one who, who had that, like, the, the quickest path route to, yeah, betting her, if yeah. anything else. Oh, yeah. And I, and, I, and I can confirm that for one simple reason. There, I think I mentioned this on the podcast like a month or so ago. Uh, someone did a speed run in Baldur's Gate to see how fast yeah, yeah. they could bet a character in the uh, and the record time is like three hours in Lazelle. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So yeah. I mean, hey, oh, I was gonna make a fast and easy line there, but I will not. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like yes, everyone is horny, and I'm I'm still only in Act One, and I mean, like I'm sure that there's even more depth and nuance, and I have had some small things spoiled, but I don't have the full context, which will make it all the better once i get there but it's just it's really fun and i didn't expect it to be this fun like you know thinking about all the angles like i went to a like i mentioned the goblin city 
I went there and like, okay, there's three goblins, there's a couple beasts, and they're like level two, but they're high enough in HP that they could cause me problems if I don't kill them quickly. And then they're like, oh, there's a war drum. If we don't stop that, they'll summon a whole bunch of them from far and wide. I'm like, oh, that could be a problem. So I'm like, let's just see if I can talk my way out of it. And I did. And I was just like, that's actually kind of cool. <laughs> I, didn't have to, I didn't have to fight my way into the city. I could just talk my way out of it. That's, that's, yeah. that's refreshing. It's a lot of the, the, the many different variations. How you can tackle the situation is absolutely mind-boggling. I mean, sure, it's not like like overwhelmingly customizable with like how to tackle the situation, but it, it has enough options and variations to like tackle the situation. Is just like that's one prop of it. Like especially when you tackle the Goblin City, like you gotta yeah, like put in the either burn the entire Goblin City or just like get captured it's just there's so much variation that's yeah. like it's it's crazy it's crazy and th and that's why so many people are like okay i'm gonna go back i'm gonna try something else and everything and uh, i've had to learn like what systems work for me like right now my character is a fighter um but i would like to go back and be like a cleric and or some other things and see how well that would play differently like my next run and you know maybe i'll give some of the other characters a shot my my party right now is me me asterian shadowheart and carlac because of course i have carlac i wouldn't have carlac of course of course well she's also got like massive health and massive yeah yeah she's she's the berserker she's yeah the she's berserker. the berserker she's a she also can be quite the good pack mule oh yeah, she has she... lots of strength she does that <laughs> she does yes i don't mind that at all so that bites news now. There are worse things worse than death. Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like this this game is just fun. It's a lot of fun. Like I I was gonna joke with Keith, you know, playing Baldur's Gate made me think we should do our own YouTube channel with D and D or something like that and see how that goes. Sure. Be, again, that's a lot of people lose that. It's kind of it's, it's yeah. still a running trend, if anything. Yeah, else. It, it'd be a disaster given some of the personalities we have, but you know, <laughs> I'm down. A, a for effort, right? A for effort. You 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 find a large demon woman staring at you. Death by snoo snoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even people are still playing the horny bard, and it's like, yeah, that's yeah. kind of like, it's, it, do that. Yeah, it's yeah. like, wait, can Todd ask for death by snooze? Well, he has to roll first. Natural 20, you're welcome. <laughs> but uh, if you haven't played this game, give it a shot. I seriously recommend it. I, I, I don't, I'm, we, have we reviewed this game? I'm I pretty sure. I think either be Mace or someone else did. I'm pretty me, sure. I'm look, not sure. Man. I don't recall. I'll, I'll, let me see right now. I mean, I'm not. I wouldn't review it this late in the game, obviously. But you know, I'm only a, a few acts. I'm like a few hours. I, I don't even know hours, I mean, hours, hours, like seven hours, maybe. It, like I said, the holiday is kind of messed up my gaming schedule. But like this, this game is just so fun. I'm still really early in. There's so mm -hmm. much nuance and variation and ways you can play it and blah blah blah. It's it's good stuff. Mm, yeah, good definitely, and that's like. Get yeah that's kind of like one of the main polls for me as well like this i see so much great great acclaim for this thing again the variations and like i definitely want to try it out on my ps5 if i get a physical copy yeah. and of course naturally like i know you you probably everybody's basically saying down down by the river that that song's stuck in your head if anything else <laughs> yeah. uh well, I, I, sadly we do not have a Baldur's gate review but you they never know okay 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 oh yeah and uh we do i definitely want to share this really quickly uh uh, ben Starr, the voice of Clive Ross, ah, okay, okay, okay. he made a fun video with uh, the voice actress for Carlac for a dating agency. It's hilarious. 
and I'm like, I trust them. I'm single. I uh, I would I would trust them to help me out, you know, or, or burn my enemies alive, you know, whichever comes first, you know. Things happen when you're looking for love in all the wrong right places. <laughs> so, but yeah, I can't wait to dive back into Baldur's Gate. I'd definitely be playing at least for a little bit tonight and then tomorrow and during the weekend. And I'm excited. Like, you know you have a good game when you're excited to go back into it. Not you have to play it. Not you need to finish it, Will. Um, but you <laughs> want to see what comes next. And that's exactly where I am for Baldur's Gate 3. So for me, and from a gaming experience, this is the best way to end 2023. Because it's like, I have a game that I know will tide me over. Now, will I put 110 hours into it like I did Persona 5 this time last year? I don't know. <laughs> but I can't say no, because I don't know how long the game is and how many times I'll be replaying it. Oh, it is huge. It's, there you it's go. Huge. So, I'm glad I, I'm glad I didn't have to review it because it would it would take me a very long time. So, ah, oh, that felt good, didn't it, gentlemen? You know. Yes. Not talking I about could, games. I talking, could, about, talking about Carlock specifically. But yeah, I could uh, feel the heat from here. Yeah. <laughs> See, you're learning. This is why you're my favorite ghost. Not really. Um, so, uh, now we're just gonna going to slowly dive into some other topics in as our, we do our year-end roundup, including some very light news, just two two different things we're going to talk about really quickly. We're not even going to do the news sound effect because it's literally two news stories. Um, Japan revealed their most downloaded Switch games in 2023. <coughs> and guess what? Number one is not Tears of the Kingdom or Pikmin <laughs> or Super Mario Brothers Wonder or Dragon Quest. It's Suikai game? Suika. Suika. Suika game. I don't even, didn't even know that existed. <laughs> yeah, the, like, I'm just kind of surpri surprised that this little watermelon puzzle game just jumped up in the ranks in the download titles. It's like, I get it. It was very popular, like, originally on the PC, on Steam. I mean, everyone's playing play on Steam on Twitch. But the fact that now it's being released on, on all consoles, on, on on Sony, on now Switch, and it just made that booming impact. And the fact it doesn't also, it also helps the fact that it only costs three bucks. That like, yeah, it's only that three helps. bucks. And you easily can cover it with your gold gold coins if you have enough. So yeah, you essentially get the game for free in any case. So, but yes, again, I played Suica. It, it, there is that simple yet addictive charm to it. Like, oh, I'm, I'm trying to get a Suica. I want to try to get a watermelon. Like, oh, I can do this. I can do this. Nope, no, no. <laughs> it, it, you, there is a reason why this game has been on Twitch for so long when it first came out. Is, there is a reason why. I seriously never heard of this game until you posted it up. Or if you did, it's not, it's like one that didn't register with me because obviously I was never going to play it. But that's just hilarious to me because think about it. A, in Japan, digital downloads are huge. Oh, yeah. All, right? yeah, yeah, so like, sure. all, all the numbers you hear in Japan, like their numbers are easily higher because of digital downloads. Like They prefer that kind of thing instead of yep. physical sales, which is fine. That's that's their, absolutely their right. Um, but when you think about Tears of the Kingdom, which is like, what, well over 20 million copies sold? And you're like, okay, so digitally, what that must have done like millions in Japan, right? At and least, yeah. At least. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's like, no, this Suica game did more than that. And you can say, well, one's cheaper, that's true, but you still need to have like millions of people downloading this title, deep or not. So it appealed. It appeals. So. 
I wish okay. I had banana in that game, but oh well. <laughs> yeah. So, then the other news is that uh, Square Enix has acknowledged that yes, we know you want a or you slash we want a Star Ocean till the end of time remake. Uh, their plans are to bring all the original titles, including till the end of time, into modern systems to play. But right now, they're still focused on number two and you know keeping promoting that. So there's no current plan set in stone quote unquote for the remake but we're so we're totally gonna get it like let's be honest here we're totally gonna get it yeah i mean square enix wants money it, <laughs> <I> want <that. laughs> see the the difference here is that this game is 3d like this was their first 3d entry and so they would have to you know improve the models the 3d world the special effects and the in streamline the battle system a little bit although i loved till the end of times battle system i thought it was incredible um i, I wish more people did like they did so i, I would love this like, i love this game like this is one of my favorite games of all time it's one of my favorite rpgs ever people were saying you know sr uh, so2 is the best star ocean game i don't think that's true uh apparently this one's like controversial and i'm like why <laughs> okay. i mean i think it's just due because due to that ending if anything else oh yeah we can spoil it. It's like a 20-some-odd-year-old <laughs> There is a Matrix, ladies and gentlemen. We find out that the main characters that you're playing as are from the Matrix, basically. And then you have to go fight your creators, which destroys the two universes, except because you think you're alive, you are alive, and thus you live happily ever after, potentially. The, the love system in that game is a lot weirder than mm -hmm. SO2, which is saying something. <laughs> oh, yeah, Claude and Raina forever. No, not Claude and Raina forever. Anyway, um, read my review. You'll understand. So I hope they make this remake. I would love it. I don't care if it's on, you know, Switch or PC or whatnot. This is uh, this is, this is a really great game. I love, I love the scale. There was a lot of fun in it. There's a lot of nuance to it. I, I, if it wanted to upgrade anything, upgrade the voice acting. Like, oh my god. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I still Ty, Nave, and Farlene, anybody? If you know, you know. <laughs> oh no! I gotta get away! Oh, oh god! Reminds me of those old, like, early 90s Digimon dubbing back in the day. I mean, some of the Digimon was good, but yeah, oh, yeah. it reminds me of those days. Oh yeah, they're, like, just bad English dubbing all around. And it's just like, who thought that? Who wanted to... No, no offense to you ladies who do have high-pitched voices. I know you are out there. But when my ears bleed from a side character, the side character needs to die. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, again, that's that's honestly it. Well, that and, the, of course, the Ben Starr and Car the Clive and Carlack love agency. Um, seriously, go watch that video. It's it's really funny. It's great. <laughs> it's great. You know, and, I, and I love when actors can do stuff like this because it's like, have fun with it have fun right like just seeing all these voice actors i mean heck i've seen asterion doing so many cameos on his thing and it's like it's it's absolutely hilarious like see him in so much in character it's like it's funny yeah it's like darling i am absolutely enraptured yeah uh he's he's, he's funny but uh gonna make a biting line but i will not so <laughs> hopefully by next week Everything will, you know, kind of smooth out and we'll have a lot of news to share. But that's fine because we're just going to take the rest of this time to look at 2023 as a whole. Now, last week we gave you our picks for Game of the Year. Hint, it was Tears of the Kingdom. Um, shock. I know. Sorry, Baldur's Gate. You weren't on Switch. Uh, oh, but could it run on Switch? 
on cloud. No. On <laughs> cloud. <laughs> ah, ah, no. Uh, <coughs> I'm still finding a cold, so watch it, Scott. But we're going to look at like the year as a whole and what did they do right. But just as importantly, we got to look at things Nintendo got wrong. Yeah, now look, we know that Nintendo got a heck of a lot right this year, all right? Tears of the Kingdom, Fire Emblem, releasing Advance Wars, uh, uh, Super Mario RPG, Mario Brothers Wonder, you know? They had two Game of the Year nominees. They, well, that was pretty awesome. And the Switch sales, while not the best, were still good for its final years. And they made it clear that we're in our winning years. But there were things that they kind of got wrong. And, or absolutely got wrong. And I'll, I'll start with the obvious one, which ties into a certain draft pick of uh, Skull Kid Scott's. The Nintendo Switch Pro stuff. Oh my gosh. Look, from almost the beginning of the year to near the, the end of the year, Nintendo did nothing to dissuade the rumors that there was a Nintendo Switch Pro coming. Like, every other week it was, you know, Nintendo Switch Pro, Nintendo Switch Pro. And then finally it said, look, there is no Pro-ish. <coughs> But we're working on our next console, and we'll talk about it when we're ready. And then you know what we got? Nintendo Switch successor rumors. It was so <laughs> bad. Like, and it was like, oh, it's doing this, it's doing this. And Nintendo just like let it happen. And I understand why, in a way, Nintendo did this because if they denied certain things, it might affect their stock, or they might get the people have wrong perceptions. But it is so annoying when it's like, ooh, Nintendo leak about this for the console or nintendo rumor says the console will be this like remember all the rumors you heard oh it'll be like the ps4 oh it'll be like the ps5 oh it'll have this feature have this feature it might have backwards compatibility it might not have backwards compatibility enough yeah yeah the rumors weren't very helpful because all the rumors were like contradicting <laughs> previous rumors so it's just like no, don't trust what anybody's saying because obviously nobody knows what's going on with the Nintendo Switch 2. Yeah. Or whatever their console successor will be called. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's just, just like... Just don't call it the Switch U. Oh, yeah. God, please not. Switch please. U. Yeah, it's like, with all, when, when it first popped, I was like, oh, they, uh, is it trying to be getting the cloud? Obviously, those people want just basically getting cloud and like, oh, it's going to be this, it's going to be that. Like, and of course... Like one, we all know Nintendo secrets. They again, Nintendo ninjas. They are they are best at keeping their secrets. They always like to put their things uh, close to their chest. They will not review anything unless like I don't know. At least if, I I again with since the whole GTA Six uh, security hack from a little kid, but uh, that, that's not a story. But again, Nintendo they are very good at keeping their secrets. And yes, just. <laughs> When when we when we know we know, but at the moment right now we just don't know. But people want to know. Is it's like, dude, okay, we get it. We're waiting for the switch the switch successor. Just can you not? Apparently, people can't. <laughs> yeah, they they just can't. I look again. I I understand excitement. We're a Nintendo podcast. All right, we get the desire to talk about what's next and we are all excited for whatever nintendo does next because of how great the switch was and we are all praying on our hands and knees or other appendages i'm sure <laughs> that this does not go the way of the switch or the from the wii to the wii u because we just don't <laughs> okay we, we we need to we, i want them to be consistent and i want them to you know if, if they could take this to the next level do it Awesome! Love it! Make it happen! Make it so number one, alright? 
But when it's just r repeated rumors of rumors upon rumors and contradicting information, like there was anything and everything being spouted out. Hey, you know what a Dateline launch title for the Switch successor is going to be? Final Fantasy VII Remake. Why? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> and, and, and you're like, well, is that really so odd? Yes! Okay, we didn't even get Final Fantasy 15. We didn't get Final Fantasy 14. <laughs> and you're expecting us to expect we're going to get Final Fantasy 7 remake because of a rumor? Really? Okay. Like, <laughs> just stop, please. You're making me golf. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, people. I yeah, you pretty much nailed it on the head. A host is just. Okay, like yes, we're we're not we're not getting any younger. Yes, we want to know what's gonna be next coming up in the next generations after the PS5, after the Xbox Series, after the Switch. And like, okay, like what is the next future of gaming and all that? Yes, get it, fine, fine, fine. Like, but at the moment, right now, we again we beating a dead horse. But, but please, like, just like don't spec, don't speculate too hard. Don't. Pull out guesses, I say, and and basically confirm it as fact. Like, oh, be be better than this system. Be better than that system. We can run on this. We can run on that. Like, become an insider. What insider? Oh, it's like, <laughs> she's always just don't, don't. Yeah, well, we're excited. We all are. Just let Nintendo let Nintendo cook. All right, but Nintendo, you got to be better than this. Okay, you gotta. Like, nip it in the bud. And I know that you aren't ready to announce the release month or window or when we're going to have, like, an announcement date or whatever. But it's really annoying that we're having to deal with this, like, almost every other week. And thankfully, in the last week, I haven't seen anything. But that might just be because of the holidays. So, you know, the New Year's about to happen, and we might not get lucky again, all right? Like, seriously. So stop it. Um, let's see. What, what else do I feel they got wrong? It did feel for a little bit that Nintendo was kind of lax in their releases in the middle of the year. Because obviously Tears of the Kingdom was the big thing. Yeah. Then we didn't have anything until uh, Pikmin, which is, you know, it was big. It sold over a million. Great, great. But it wasn't, like, the biggest thing ever. And then we had to wait until Mario and for Mario Wonder. And then we had, after that we had Mario RPG, which was great. But, you know, the, the, I feel like they're, like, the beginning of the year was great. And then, like, they got a little lax in the middle of the year. And now next year, all we have to look, for, look, look forward to are Mario titles. Yep. And, like, like, I know you're about to go out with a bang, but, or you're trying to go out with a bang and get ready for the next system, but you still have people wanting Switch games and wanting good Switch games. So where are they? <laughs> You still have franchises you have not touched yet. Yes, they could get announced soon enough. But, you know, I didn't need Luigi's Mansion 2 HD in the last year of the Switch. Now, the Peach game, awesome. Awesome. So glad for her. Really am. But I don't have anything to look forward to on the Switch side for 2024 right now. That's kind of sad compared to this time last year where it was like, okay, we got Fire Emblem Engage, then I got Octopath Traveler, I got uh, Tears of the Kingdom, saying it. Uh, yeah, Tears of the Kingdom. I almost said Breath of the Wild. That was right this time. I said Tears of the Kingdom. Um, you know, we had like a stacked front lineup, and that this year, next year, we just don't. And right, right, right. I, I feel that was a mistake. So, 
it is definitely yeah just looking really bare at the moment right now i mean again right now who knows we're probably like the i don't know in the next one there could be a nintendo direct or like in february we're like okay now we can show you what's coming up soon but <laughs> yeah right now all we have is as i said the ph game uh the Mar thousand year door remake and uh yeah in my opinion that's the only thing that's currently looking for for me right now on the yeah. side it's just yeah nothing else at the moment and as i said todd like there there are many different ips again f zero which again the only thing they touch is the 99 game uh <laughs> i don't know like as donkey kong i mean yeah, like, where's of the course, chibi robo license no. uh, oh my <laughs> why God, not yeah, chibi robo sure like at, haven't done that in a long time at this point why not you know, yeah. and, then, and then again, F Zero, an actual F Zero game. We, we promise this time, Keith. We promise. We don't um, want the battle royales, or, or I don't know, uh, make Mario Kart Nine. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll get to there. I, I, I'll let you. I'll let you guys want to take that for your what things Nintendo got wrong. But like, where's maybe Golden Sun or Kid Icarus? Heck yes, Golden Sun. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's like that was actually mentioned at the Game Awards by by one of the actual good presenters who actually had a heartfelt story. But uh, and yeah, mentioned Kingdom Hearts, so yeah. you know he has a lot of good good brains in his on his, ah, good head on his shoulders. There you <laughs> go, and a good brain in his head, as we can tell. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there there are so many IPs out there that you have not used on the Switch, despite you making it clear at the beginning that you wanted to bring as many IPs back to the system and. All your first party IPs have done really well. Yeah. Why stop now? I was wondering, Jerry Seinfeld there. Why stop now? <laughs> where's Where's my Donkey Kong? I don't want to. Where's Where's Xenoblade Chronicles X? Why do you think I want Luigi's Mansion 2 over Xenoblade Chronicles X? I, like, I have I, no I, idea. I feel like that's pretty good, Jerry. You think? Yeah. I think it's pretty good, yeah. Thank you. I, I don't, I, I don't try that. I never really watched Seinfeld, but like, I know he talks like this. You know, <laughs> hello Newman. Uh, so, but yeah, there, there's some things that I've thought about of like Nintendo could have done better. But Scott, what about you? What do you think Nintendo's biggest failure of the year was? You mean other than no Golden Sun? No. Yeah. <laughs> we will name. We will say that every year until it is back. Yes. <laughs> and I will take a full-on remake. Okay. I will. I would too. A remake yeah. of the first one. Yeah. So. Um. Oh. Stretch time. Okay. So I think one of the we weirdest things that I would say that Nintendo probably should push more for. I know this is more. You could argue is more of a game freak thing, but I think we need to work on polishing Scarlet and Violet before you add more DLCs to it. Yes. <laughs> true. Very true. Very true. Yeah, and I'll count that as Nintendo because Nintendo could have said, "Hey guys, do better." Because yeah, <laughs> as I noted in my talk about Teal, Ma or Teal Mask and Indigo Disc, there are still so many glitches. Yeah, do we need to get Monolith Soft over there just to redo everything? No, <laughs> 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 but no, I totally agree. I mean, this was not something we used to talk about. Quality control was never something we had to talk about with Nintendo. It was always an Xbox thing or always a Sony thing. And now with just one game, one very high-selling game, no less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one record-breaking selling game, no less. It's like, yeah, it's good, but... 
it's got lots of problems too yeah <laughs> it's just the irony of the industry like oh like remember uh i don't know uh cyberpunk 2077 that thing came out so broken and like oh it did horribly but here in pokemon it did horribly with many bugs and yet it's so millions oh the irony the, 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 the difference is that the cyberpunk games were game breaking and sometimes you couldn't even just enjoy the game whereas Pokemon, you could play the entire game that not really have a game crashing bug, but it just looked so broken at times. So mm -hmm. like again, like like the camera would clip through the battlefield. There were there were characters walking through Pokemon. <laughs> you know, the stuff that absolutely should have been fixed or pointed out to you by the QA department, a department I have been a part of for many companies, by the way. Like it would not have escaped my vision. Like, uh yeah, how did no one notice this in a story? gym battle all right like, you know oh. windmills don't go that slow right now so. yeah like there, there's that, that's the other thing like the frame rate issues and when, when the windmill in a town is stuttering <laughs> that's kind of a problem just saying we no. don't want the single digit frames <laughs> nobody wants that yeah yeah so yeah i i agree that was definitely one of their failures not to mention that they've had a whole year to try and fix it and they haven't and they have wow. they put most of their effort in the dlc which i mean isn't necessarily a bad thing but i think it's a bad thing in comparison of having would you rather have dlc or would you rather have a game that functions 100 yeah. percent? and if i'm being <laughs> blunt here the DLC wasn't exactly like the best thing ever. <laughs> like I, I liked Carmine more than Kyrian. I, I hated Kyrian's arc, and the Teal Mask story was much better than Indigo Disc. Um, I liked Kitakami, and I liked the Terrarium. Those were definitely cool things to add. But you know, there were there were things that could have been fixed and adjusted. And I hate the BP the BP system. Like, oh my god! <laughs> I literally I literally saw a guide because a, a question was asked to me by Faith. Or something she was doing she's like how do i get the starter pokemon like you have to get the bp points and i looked at another guy and i said yeah you have to do that and they even tell you by the way you should put like a video on in the background as you do it because it's going to take a while I'm like <laughs> oh, when that's the suggestion in the guide you have a problem <laughs> just to no brain it <laughs> just just say just say <sighs> but yeah that was easily and they thankfully like Tears of the Kingdom and Pikmin and Wonder and R Mario RPG, they didn't have those issues at all. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, thank mm -hmm, goodness, because could you imagine? Oh yeah, if they, if they, like those are revered classic. The fact, like, I'm just very happy because if they did manage to more mess up uh, some more RPG remake, yeah, you would not hear the end of it. <laughs> no. So. But yeah, hopefully that is something we will not have to worry about in 2024. I pray. And if it if there is a buggy mess, make it Luigi's Mansion too. <laughs> Get Luigi's Mansion, <laughs> please. <laughs> like that's the low hanging fruit. Let's just knock down that fruit and feast the rest of the year, okay? I'm just I'm not asking for much. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, I hope that the Pokemon, uh, the Pokemon company, at least for the gaming side, is pretty quiet next year, just so we can focus on. Uh, the polish of uh, yeah. the, the game that's already out. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah, let the, like yeah, just don't, don't pull a Call of Duty, please. Don't pull oh, a Call of Duty. We do not need a Call of Duty. We don't need annual Pokemon lease releases. <laughs> we here, we here at the Pokemon Company are proud of the game that we put out in the next six, last sixteen months, and we know that it's a good game because we have heard your praises. No, you haven't. <laughs> just saying. Ah, <sighs> all right. Well, what what was your low uh, low point for Nintendo? And yes, you can say the lack of Mario Kart Nine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's definitely one of the main concerns. Like, ever since with the whole uh, boost the course pass for the like, was it like almost like two years now? I think it feels like two years. I, oh, like no. since like Mario Kart Eight's or, or initial release, and like oh, they couldn't make this thing, and uh, yeah, like oh, just. Re remake courses for the game from like from titles on past titles of past and of course from the mobile game which come on does anybody even play the mobile uh, mario kart game anymore no of course not and yes they put in the effort to like yeah in this boost the course pass if if you want to pay for it or not and honestly yes i get it people still played still play it to this day and it's still like the top three games on, on the charts but yeah that that resource effort is just absolutely can you just make a different game or you just like you want to make a i don't know a side project to like i don't know wait for the ideas to come in like oh can we make something out of this make a move something more card night i don't know and of course, naturally, it's just that. But that's, I think that's kind of an easy argument to say at least. That is, that's definitely one of those low points. But um, personally, for me, and maybe not be a low point for other people, but I feel like Nintendo's low, one of the main kind of low point, quote unquote, is they're kind of reliant on the 99 games. Like we have seen with F Zero, and of course, naturally, the other. Because again, I believe, yeah, uh, Pac-Man 99 got shut down. Uh, the only thing that's still kicking up is Tetris 99. Yeah, Tetris 99. But it seems like they're really trying to go for that bad, that uh, that old school arcade battle royale type mix up, which I don't know. I feel like that's a little bit too much on their focus at the moment right now. They're trying to go for that battle royale crown that um, obviously Fortnite has. It's just like, okay, what else can we do that, um, that, like incorporate an old school game with a battle royale. Oh, let's go with a Mario. Let's go with Tetris 99. Tetris. Let's go with uh F Zero. Like, and we of course we had that old um uh, I smart. I know there's uh, like four uh, main 99 games, and again, you of course you have a Pac-Man 99, which now is in be defunct end of service. But it's just like, yeah, it's kind of the low hanging fruit for them. To, like, try to go after. Um, that Fortnite crown, which, dude, you're not gonna beat Fortnite. I'm sorry. Like, I know you have Fortnite in your in your like free download system as well, but you're not gonna beat Fortnite. The only way you're probably gonna beat Fortnite is with Smash Brothers, and that is also another big tall order if anything else. And yeah, it. I just can't help but feel like the 99 uses was way a bit too much of a safe bet of um of Nintendo's uh focus of this year. And I, I just personally kind of wish that they move away from the battle royale games, like away from the from that, like try to go after Fortnite's crown and like I don't know, do something even better with their Nintendo online services. Like I don't know, improve on their givings. I mean, I know they just gave us Pokemon Steam two and all that, fine, but it, 
I feel like there's definitely more. There's definitely other departments you can invest in regards to like Nintendo Online Switch services and uh, what your offerings aside from like oh a free down to F zero ninety nine such. So that's that's kind of like one my my personal uh, low points for Nintendo, critiques of Nintendo is like yeah improve upon Nintendo Switch Online service like you give us the expansion pack okay play in Nintendo Six uh Sega Saturn. Yeah, Sega games, uh, Nintendo Switch, uh, Nintendo sixty four games, but what else? Like, I kind of want more. You still have an entire library, and you're only again drip feeding us these titles. Like that, that's kind of like where where's the other Nintendo sixty four games? I guess you give us Golden Eye, great. You give us Pokemon Stadium and Pokemon Stadium two, great. Like, what about the other great titles? I don't know. Like, I, I personally kind of want you bring back Hey Pikachu, like or something of that sort. <laughs> it's just so much things you could improve upon that, but and you want to go after these board, go after different focuses. Uh, that's yeah. I feel like resources can be divvied up much more better. I, I totally agree. Like, I still don't really do anything with Switch Online except, you know, play the Switch online. <laughs> right, right. Splatoon. It's only for most of multiplayer like Splatoon 3, and that's just about it. That's the only yeah. reason why I pretty much keep it. Yeah, Splatoon, Smash Brothers, I've already dive back into that. You know, certain other games that, that need the online connection from one reason or another, like like Persona. Uh, that's it. And I don't, I don't play the other games. I, I have not played uh, F Zero ninety nine, nor do I want to. Um, and like, oh, we have this, we have this. But if you look at, and I usually don't praise the other comp, the other companies, but I will give this to them. You look at uh, PlayStation or PS Online or Live or whatever it is, um, and uh, Xbox Game Pass, and all the options they have for their online service, it blows Nintendo out of the water. Yeah. It's not even close. Now, obviously, they pay for like all these big, non-exclusive titles, and I get that, and that's cool. But Nintendo has a massive library. Plus, they could work with some of their other uh, partners to get things going. Like, could you imagine if Xenoblade Chronicles X was on Switch Online? Like, I would play it. That, I would play that. <laughs> yeah, like also, like I don't know, bring back Miiverse, which they totally abandoned. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> yeah, there is. They're, they have options, but they, they don't use them. They're like, oh, we're banking on nostalgia. That only works when you have a lot of it, and it's not just an option you have. Like, oh, you could play this, or you could play, like, all these other games. And it's like, I'm going to play all these other games because, you know, that seems better. So. Yeah, and, like, just just all that resources. And the fact, like, now now Nintendo fans now is actually missing the Wii U, like even the Wii U shop channels. I even get the themes, all that, like the mu- the Wii shop music, the Mii Plaza music. Like, I'm slowly, they're slowly coming back to the point like, oh, like, I miss this music. Like, can you bring those things back a little bit? But no, I, like, I know that Nintendo's trying to like really, really bury the Wii U's history, like just because of fact it was the, the not their successful system. But now people are kind of like bringing this, like, niche system back from their history is like oh yeah can you bring this thing back a little bit again no themes no music no we shop channel music come on like yeah so yeah, much just could've... because something wasn't necessarily successful doesn't mean nothing it did was good and like and now there's the time to experiment come on like have some fun do some do some big things and see what you could do for the next console because we're gonna be paying attention to that yeah 
you can bet you can bet your bottom dollar on that later. Right. Time. Like, remember what made the Wii special? I mean, yes, it was definitely the turning point of technology during the time period of two early two thousands. But like Remember what made the Wii good? Again, like just it's simple. The Wii music channel, like all these just is simple, so much fun that anybody can enjoy. And like, don't get me wrong, the Switch is awesome, but just remember why people enjoyed it in the first place, like two console generations prior. So like obviously don't try not to catch lightning, but yeah, just try to remember what it was back then. Oh. All right. So, now to be fair, while we do have gripes, Nintendo still had an incredible 2023. I mean, they had big releases, certain franchises got elevated once again. Um, we had, again, two, two Game of the Year nominees, and we were totally robbed. Like, I'm sorry, are we getting punished because one of them has Carlac and the other does not? I, I, think, I think that's true. <laughs> I think that's definitely viable. As option. I said before, we should have gotten more cultured games, and it won't come to Switch. We would have gotten a game with you if there was a cultured game on Switch. Culture, culture. Anyway, so there was there was a lot to love about the Switch, but let's also talk about the fact that even with the big lineup that we knew was coming at the beginning of the year, we didn't get the full picture, and we were better off because of it, which is why I have hope for 2024, even though it is, does look rather slim right now. So now let's pivot to not what Nintendo got wrong, but what Nintendo did that surprised us. And I think the easiest one is that we got the announcement of not just Super Mario RPG Remake, but the Thousand Year Door Remaster in, like, the same Nintendo Direct. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, okay, I think actually it was two Directs, but either way. Like, two of the most important RPGs in Nintendo history are getting, got a remake that's already out and a remaster that's out next year. And we are like, yay! <laughs> Thank you! Yeah. I don't know Must why, but I heard, I heard someone say <laughs> earlier in the year on Twitter, like, RPGs just aren't a big deal anymore, or, like, RPGs aren't a big deal on Switch. And I'm like, what? How high what? are you? <laughs> yeah, like, where the heck you heard that from, Boyle? Yeah, like just this year alone had so many dang RPGs, not just first party, but third party, like with Star Ocean, the second story R, or Octopath Traveler. And yep. now we've got we got one of the most iconic uh, RPGs ever that's just came out on Switch last month, and then we got one of the best RPGs ever in Thousand Year Door coming and gracing our platform and the <laughs> Switch next year. And you better believe that's going to sell over a million units. Like, oh, seriously. Yeah. Like, so I, that was definitely my biggest surprise because, like, one of them happening, sure, that, that seems feasible. Like, you, you could have sold me on that, especially with, with Thousand Year Door being given how all the remasters in, have happened with past games on the from Nintendo platforms. But both of them, and basically in the span of a year, that, that was pretty special. That, that was pretty special. All right, Will, how about you? What was the thing that Nintendo surprised you most with this year? Hmm. Like, any major surprises? Like, I'm just trying to go through the list at the moment right now. And I, I guess it's the only, the only really major surprise for me was indeed the announcement for Super Mario RPG. That's the only thing that immediately jumps out of my mind because, like, all these years we have been clamoring, like, for that remake of like oh when they're gonna release that classic title of super mario rpg again that awesome collaboration between nintendo and square soft uh, of final fantasy fame and like 
and we were worried like it would be only stuck in a Wii, sh- Wii Shop channel in purgatory of like oh we could play this thing on we shop channel we only could play in the original classic and now ever since then like no that that's we couldn't play this great classic title or the idea you get the get the old super nintendo entertainment system or if you were look early enough to get a buy on the we shop channel back in the day which is now defunct and we were worried about like no like how are we gonna get this game now and lo and behold we finally got some more rpg like oh so this is why we were cooking and <laughs> it, when I saw, even like back in the earlier years, when um certain fan projects like oh they're gonna bring back a sumo RPG via fan fan game release, but unfortunately of course Nintendo being Nintendo, they had to go and screw a cease and desist on all that. That's what they've always been known for. Uh, but now they after like at the ha- second half of the year they finally announced it, Super Mario RPG it's like oh okay. Okay, you finally really released listen to the fans after so many years, but uh, nonetheless, it was still a surprise personally for me that oh, they finally we're getting Super Mario RPG and remake form, and yeah, just like now seeing the project the the the, the game as it is, uh, albeit it is a very close and very safe to the original game, it is still great to finally see this old revered classic title of Super Nintendo finally coming it on modern consoles. And from what we've seen from the reviews so far, it's it's absolutely great. Bite size, a 10-hour adventure, an extra post-game content, and that's pretty much good. I'm sure we could definitely ask for more, but I'm I'm happy as it is. And that's just kind of like one of the like again, the first immediate surprise for me is just like, yeah. We, we wanted this game, Nintendo listened, we got some more RPG, and boom, we, we don't have to worry about any more future, have to worry about that argument, like, when's gonna be the, the next, this classic title to be released for future consoles, because again, the whole debate of game preservation, but again, we talked about that prior, but yeah, that's that's great, so that's one thing that really surprised me, and now uh, Nintendo was Mother 3. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, you forgot that was that should have gone and things Nintendo got wrong. <laughs> Especially now that we know the truth that there was a translation that they could have used, but it was complicated. No, it wasn't complicated. You just didn't want to do it, Nintendo. You made Reggie retire because it's no, he didn't really. But like, I like I, I like to dream that that's the real reason he just got tired of hearing about Mother Three. Then he retired. And he still gets asked about it. <laughs> Reggie, where's Mother Three? <laughs> Uh, roses are red. The grass is green. Hey, Reggie, where is my mother? Three. Mm. <laughs> oh boy. So, and Scott, what about you? What surprised you the most about Nintendo this year? So, one of my fun favorite surprises that happened this year was when they decided to shadow drop Metroid Prime Remastered. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that happened so long ago. It's, it's it really hard to remember because, like, that was February. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like they're in their February yeah. direct. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh yeah, it's out. Oh, by the way, it's still great. Like it's one of the <laughs> highest reviewed games of the year. Yeah. A shadow dropped remaster. So okay. By the way, where's Metroid Prime 4? Shut up. <laughs> so this is Metroid Prime 4 now. This, no? <laughs> this is Metroid Prime 4. It well technically, if you really think about it, it technically is because it's the remaster. So uh, then again, you can also cr- cr- say the trilogy was Metroid Prime 4. I'm just saying, <laughs> there's many ways to look at it. From a certain point of view. <laughs> from, a, from a certain point of view. 
So, <laughs> yeah, that that was crazy that they just did like, hey, by the way, this game that you've, we've been talking about potentially for years, yeah, it's out right now. We know you wanted it, so we just thought, hey, why not just drop it? <laughs> but what about Metroid Prime 4? You have Metroid Prime Remastered. Why are you mentioning this? <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't you worry about it, kiddo. <laughs> It's still coming out, right? Sure, kid. <laughs> sure, Chan. With that said, I do actually appreciate, even if you, like, I can understand them having a bit of a, a middle, like a middling middle of the year, but they still had a pretty consistent schedule when it came to releases, all things considered, especially when you look at the other first party lineups of the other two major parties who, uh, Xbox and PlayStation really didn't release much this year. <laughs> Nintendo's still releasing crap off the wazoo. I think they're doing really good at just releasing a lot of first-party games when they need to. Oh, yeah. No, no one beats Nintendo on that. Hear that, Phil Spencer? <laughs> Dude, this is why you can't buy Nintendo. <laughs> so. Much as you want it. Oh, as much as he dreams <laughs> about it. <laughs> There's there's literally three things Phil Spencer dreams about as night at night. Buying more companies, somehow setting Sony on fire, <laughs> and, and having Nintendo as his comfort pillow. So like I have Mario and Zelda and Pikmin and Smash Brothers now. Oh, we can finally put Halo with Smash Brothers. Oh, this will be broken. He'll he'll be like oh, the geez. most broken character in the game. <laughs> You can't tell me this isn't. You can't tell me this isn't true. I'm just. I'm just saying. You can't tell me this isn't true. So, I can't. No, you cannot. You cannot. So, uh, I'll, I want to add one more surprise. Um, and that was Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Mm. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because we all heard that there was probably going to be another 2D Mario game coming out, and yeah, we we're like, okay, it'll be it'll be a fun title. And then they revealed Wonder, and we're like. Okay, what drugs are they passing around? <laughs> Apparently the good kind. The good kind. <laughs> so you got any more of those, man? Like this this game took me by such surprise with the quality of the wonder effect because it could have been the most basic gimmick ever. Oh, you're floating this round. Oh, you're being chased <laughs> this round. Oh, you know, the level's upside down, or the, the piranha plants are seen. The seriously, they really love that piranha plant idea. Um, but they go, no, we're going to make it as varied, as versatile, as creative as possible. And they did. Yeah. Like, it was so cool. I was looking forward every time, like, okay, what's it going to be this time? What's it going to be this time? And um, rarely, if ever, did it disappoint. And, and I was like, okay, I've clearly seen everything. And then I get turned into a monster. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Then I have to dodge lightning. I'm like, okay. And then they do like this cool like limbo, like like limbo the game kind of shading thing. And I'm like, okay. Um, you know, it just kept going on and on and on. I'm like, this isn't gonna stop, is it? Nope. <laughs> nope. So the in fact the only real disappointment was the final Bowser boss fight, but at that point I'm like, you know what? You, you've kind of earned my respect. <laughs> I'll I'll give you the bad boss fight at the end, okay? You you get you get a pass, Nintendo. <laughs> you, get, you get the pass. Right, Not everyone right. can have a good ending, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> because like also with that announcement of Super Mario Wonder, I also just remind you as well that again, this was indeed the year that Charles Martinet retired as Mario. Oh yeah, there was a surprise. Yeah. That was yeah. definitely a surprise. 
yeah and like with my, again when we heard that and it was like dude i hope again i i thought that charles mark they passed away with that how they presented i was always like <laughs> right. no 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 do not take him away not yet please but yeah when i heard that when i saw that twitter uh twitter post that nintendo like making charles marty as the mario ambassador and effectively retiring from the games like dang that's a surprise but not in a good way it's bittersweet and i don't know how to feel in a sense but i mean good to know that again he is the ambassador and basically advertising mario but again like even the fact that charles martinet doesn't know like like i i know there's some clarification since then but also know like what is a mario ambassador aside from me the og <laughs> and apparently yes that's kind of it that is the job you are the og <laughs> that's that's the job you exist <laughs> i am the mario let's yeah. go <laughs> yeah. yeah like with so much happening <laughs> That I completely forgot about that. Also, there's a surprise. What the heck is a Mario ambassador? We still don't know. <laughs> we just we just don't. They're like he's this ambassador, but what does it mean? I don't know. <laughs> it means something. <laughs> yeah, it's it's something. It's something. Okay. Oh my gosh. So as we wrap it up, yes, we're already gonna wrap it up. Uh we're going to do what needs to be done, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to grade Nintendo. Oh, yeah. We're going to grade Nintendo on their 2023. So, gentlemen, what would we grade Nintendo from a scale of A to F? And by scale, I mean A, B, C, D, F. There is no E, because <laughs> E is for everyone. <laughs> so, Scott, start with you. I will probably say I'd give him a B. Ooh. I do think having a, a middling middle does distract from giving a perfect A. And I do think that I still wish that we had a little more information of the console successor or at least something that could have drained some of these rumors out. I do think that they did a really good job overall with having we had a lot of mario representation we had tears of the kingdom came out in such a really good state we did have fire Emblem engage which came out at a also a pretty good state i mean some people didn't like the game and i think that's fine for them um overall though i think nintendo did a pretty good for what is seemingly going to be the last year of switch <laughs> I've Depending if it actually has the Switch uh, successor coming out next year. Yeah, that's true. We'll, fi we'll find out. <laughs> Hopefully, before the rumors kill us all. <laughs> all right, Will, how about you? I'm pretty much going to be in the same same lane as well. I'm also going to give it a B, just because we we definitely had a good solid amount of titles. Like I said, engage in February, and of course, uh, with like other even forgotten titles we thought was they they canceled, but now is is that way, It's like Advanced Wars, and um, and of course, naturally, Tears of the Kingdom being the big release for Nintendo this year, and then mario wonder and of course naturally having that with um super more rpg like it's good to know that nintendo has definitely has kept their ideas like yes we know you have these we have these old games that we've been sitting on 20 plus years mm -hmm. and we yes we will be bringing them back in one form or another and they will be doing that with thousand years or remake fine great and P princess peach 
but as like with Scott said, like we are in the twilight years of the Switch. We want to know, like we want the Switch to have a bit more oomph to to finally run an HD Zelda or Donkey Kong or Metro Prime. Like just, we have these ideas already now for like a good probably a good five five years since then since the, the release of the Switch. So when we got to know, please like give us some clarity aside from like letting us people and human nature speculate and just running with chaos. Chaos. So, so yeah, and just overall, just give a good solid. I mean, oh yeah, obviously it won't be 2017 switch year, of course, but at least be a good steady year of like great titles and all, and of course support. I mean, again, there was Splatoon three. Yeah, we still don't know what the side order is. Aside from like that one brief trailer. So, oh my yeah, gosh, that's... yeah, there was a. That, I'll count that a fail. That was definitely. I'm sorry. We should yeah. Failure because, hey, we're we're gonna do two pieces of Splatoon three DLC. One you get right now. One you're gonna get sometime next year. Yeah, that was like <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was not definitely not worth it at, at the time of release to say the least. Definitely not worth it. And only now we got something. For... Yeah, bad timing, bad timing on our part. But yeah, so that definitely uh, brought you down to points as well. So yeah, uh, personally for me, it, it's a B for me. Just it was good. It was definitely had a good, some good things, but at the same time, there was definitely a lot of things that hold you back. Uh, I'm gonna go a little higher than you guys. I'm going to go an A minus because just being blunt here, while there were mistakes and missteps, they were really small compared to the greatness that Nintendo had, because when you look at the first-party games they released, and even some of the third-party games that were exclusive, like Bayonetta Origins, they were just really good! Engage was good, Advance Wars was good, Tears of the Kingdom was magical, Pikmin was the best-selling game of it in its run. Wonder was a amazing thing that it's almost hard to describe. And we finally got Super Mario RPG Remake uh, after 25 years. And even the Pokemon DLC with its flaws still was fun to play. And there was still that odd wonder of being in an open-world Pokemon game. There was just so much to like. Yeah. And very little to... Like, there wasn't... We didn't have a Redfall. We didn't have <laughs> a Kong Skull Island game or, you know, all these other titles where it's like, why did these release right now? Um, and th there were so many more, obviously. A we didn't have a Gollum, you know? Like, oh, yeah. this, game's, this game's been in the works for a while. It's going to be interesting. And then it's like, not. <laughs> it's emphatically not. So we didn't have that this year. Like, the worst thing we you could argue we had was the, the Pokemon DLC just because of the bugs and not the not the best story ever. So, and that's a very small complaint to have when you're considering when you have like the grandness of Tears of the Kingdom and Fire Emblem Engage yeah. and the Xenoblade Chronicles 3 DLC, which is incredible, and so on and so forth. There's so much to enjoy that it's almost, it's almost, almost wrong to look at the bad. <laughs> almost <laughs> wrong, Nintendo. You don't get a full pass. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm going to go A-. There were things that absolutely could have done a little bit better, and I I seriously don't know how 2024 is going to shake out. But Nintendo has surprised me in the past, so I'll give them a shot. I'll, I'll give them a shot. Why not? <laughs> you know, I, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll continue to host the podcast, you know, <laughs> just, just to see how things go. 
So here you decide not to host the podcast. We're going to give Nintendo an F. No, so. yeah. yeah, yeah. This is our final podcast. Nintendo failed this year. You all, you all suck. So, and because I'm shutting down this podcast, Will can never be the host, despite his dreams. Those were his dreams. Nah, yeah. nah, nah. But I, if there's one thing I, I will have to give credit to to Nintendo at least for this year. They're finally finishing up the Smash Bros. Amiibo series. I'm just finally glad for that. We're getting Sora! There you go! That, there's another good thing to look forward to. So, Sora is finally here! We already had him in the game. No, I'm at the Amiibo. Oh, right. Yeah, that's true, too. So, yes. All right. As we wrap up, wrap up this podcast, we want to thank everyone who listened to us across the various platforms that you can enjoy us on, whether it's, you know, Apple or through the website and whatnot. We do that. We don't do this to get famous or rich. Though that both would be nice, Keith. Just saying. Oh, uh, money helps. Money, money helps. helps. <laughs> money always helps. Um, we do this because we love Nintendo. We love. We do this because we love talking about video games and you know being friends with one another. Or in in their case, to me, they're my indentured servants. No, I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> why do you think Tyler fled to the Shadowverse? He was tired of being my servant. <laughs> um, I will not serve you anymore, Todd. Uh, and also, you could, yeah, uh, Tyler on Shadowverse, you couldn't stop by when you want to gloat. I mean, yes, you gloated on Twitter, but you couldn't come here to gloat for us. You couldn't give us an old pals of Pally's a visit. Mm-hmm. I'll call that another <laughs> surprise of 2023. <laughs> Even victory could not could not get Tyler out of the Shadowverse. Um, but we we appreciate those of you who listened, who have interacted with us, who have spread the word about us, who liked our episodes online. Please continue to like and share so that we can meet more nintendo fans because we do this for you just as much as we do it for us and next week is the first episode of our new year and which means we'll be doing the annual eighth annual nintendo draft where we're going to do our best to actually do a lot of good picks this time i want this to be the best draft class ever (laughs) like legit (laughs) um and we'll look we look forward to enjoying 2024 alongside you whatever that may bring the good the bad or the Ugly, which sadly we all know Nintendo can do. I mean, heck, that, on the on observer learnings, again, they didn't do a Nintendo NFT. So that I think I'll oh thankful. Thank God. <laughs> oh boy, but where's my mother three? Seriously, Reggie. All right. So for Skull Kit Scott and Warrior Will, I am Triforce Todd. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time. We are not out of lives. We made it to the end of the level and the year 2023. So raise the New Year's flag. Thank <music> you.